Hello and welcome to the Man Up University podcast. Thanks for coming out again. Today we're going to go ahead and continue on on the series of the commands of Christ. Today's command is based off of Matthew 7, 7 through 8. Matthew 7, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. This command emphasizes that we must be persistent in pursuing God. You notice all of these phrases are actions, which means it requires us to do something. Ask, petition, knock, knock, seek, actively look. We're not supposed to give up after one or two tries. If we truly know the nature of God's character from the Old Testament, from the New Testament, from understanding what He requires of us, we understand that it requires faith and focus and follow-through. In many of the situations and circumstances, we must have patience and trust that God is God, that He is faithful to us, and that He will carry us through. But still, there still requires a choice on our part, an action, in the sense that we don't need to do anything specifically about the circumstance that we might be in that we don't like. That's not exactly the case, but the fact remains that we do require an action, and the actions that he's telling us here, and this is to ask and petition, to seek and seek the true, true wisdom, true knowledge, and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. So it's very telling about that. Now, we know that if we're persistent and consistent in doing that, and mind you, we can't sit there and put our own timetable on seeking, on asking, and knocking. We can't say, okay, God, um, for the next three months, I'm going to pray for me to lose some weight or whatever it is that you want to pray for. And then after three months, that if after three months, this is not um, consistent, it, it doesn't come out the way that you want it to, and then you stop. No, that's not, that's not the case. I have a couple of brothers that I could say I, that they have been praying for the same thing for over 40 years. Now that's consistency. That is a consistent prayer. I have another brother who had been praying for eight years and it finally came to fruition. It finally came true. And that's just a, a, a passion of, of love, of, of dedication to God and, and knowing that, okay, God, you know what? I haven't got it yet, but I know you're going to do it. So I'm going to keep praying for it because that's what you tell me to do. I know you haven't done this yet, but I know you will. I know you're faithful. I know you will, you will provide. Because the thing about it is that, as it says in his word, it says if, if we delight in him, he will provide the desires for our hearts. And it's funny because to delight in something means, actually the, the, the Greek word, I don't remember what the word was, but I remember the definition that was 
in place of delight was meant to be happy about. So if we rephrase that and said to be happy about God and he will give you the desires of your heart, it, if you look at it in, in one way, it's almost like it's saying that if you're happy about God, then he will give you the desires of your heart. If you're happy about God, then your desires will be the same as God. If you're happy about God and your desires are the same as God, then he's giving you everything that you need in the time frame as of right now. Everything. And that means that you have everything that is necessary. As Paul was asking, my grace is sufficient for you. So in this, within this time frame, we have everything that God wants us to have, that we need to have. And a lot of times we don't look at that. A lot of times we keep seeking things that are really unnecessary. You know, do we really need that brand new car? Do we really need a new house? Do we really need those new clothes or those new shoes? Or do we really need those things? I mean, those are the things that we end up desiring, you know. And those, those desires are, oh, I want to get a better job. Why? So you can pay for that new car, pay for the house, pay for the new clothes, pay for these other things that really, in all honesty, don't really have much value when it comes down to, to eternal value. Because those things are just here to sustain us, but not necessarily add any value to, to our eternal position. And we were speaking the other day about laying up treasures in heaven. And, and if we get distracted by things that are really not that important, I mean, it's kind of like, well, okay, well, we're not taking any of that with you. Not the cars, not the houses, not the bank accounts, not any of this stuff. We're not taking any of that. So if we are asking for things of that nature, and, and we have to realize our, our, our desires in line with what God wants for us, and I truly believe that God gives us everything that we need for ourselves to be able to glorify Him. Because that is truly what He intends for our lives. He has different ways of making that come about. He has different ways of making that come to fruition. He has different unique skill sets. We all do. We have different gifts that He's given us. He's He has so many different opportunities and so many different ways of us connecting and shining our light with others to be able to glorify him and it's amazing it's amazing to be a part of the body of christ and watch how the other members of the body are able to utilize their own gifts i mean when you go to worship on on sunday you can see right in front of you simply very easily the gifts that the worship leaders have the gift of voice, the gift of song, the gift of praise, to be able to, to, to uh, play those instruments, you know, that's glorifying to God because he's bringing people. And that, I mean, that's just very obvious and plain. And, but sometimes we forget about the gifts that we have, the gifts that God given to us. And sometimes we utilize those gifts and strengths that God had placed in our heart to our own advantage. And we forget that. He was the one who made us. He was the one that created us specifically for purposes that would utilize our skill sets, not for our own benefit, but for his benefit. Not for us to be able to use and abuse and, and become higher of higher standing in the world, but for us to turn around and glorify him. So 
I wanted to just sidetrack on that with regards to our perspective in that we will not receive the things that God doesn't want us to have. I mean, we can go out and try and do it for ourselves, but then we're pursuing things that are, are basically just a waste of time. If we follow God's path and follow the way that he wants us to go, then we will notice that when we knock, the doors will be open. When we seek, we will find. When, when we ask, it will be given to us. And, and there's another story in the Bible that spa um, mentions specifically about how the character of God is. And we can look at that in, in John 15, 7 and 8. And it says, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Now, listen to that. It says, this is to my Father's glory. Now, you, if you remain in me and you abide in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. But the purpose, the, the ultimate plan here is, but this is to my Father's glory. And what is it? Is that we bear much fruit. Showing ourselves to be disciples, showing ourselves that, that we have that light that can only come from Christ. It's otherworldly, supernaturally, out of natural. It's not natural. And that's the way to show our light. That's the way to show others is by God in us. And if we want to look at one of the parables, looking at Luke 11, 5-13, it says, And he said to them, Which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within, Do not bother me, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though, he will not get up and give him anything because he is the, his friend. Yet because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? And bam, there it is. How much more? It, it, it mentioned about asking and seeking and finding. But what is it we're supposed to be asking for and seeking for and finding? The Holy Spirit. How much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? That's the gift. That's, that's what we should desire more of. More proximity to God. And we can get that from the Holy Spirit who lives within us. That way our will can be aligned with Him. So when we ask, it will be received. When we seek, we will definitely find when we knock, the door will be open. And we have to believe in that by faith. By faith that these things will be added unto us because of our belief. Because of these action steps. These are action steps, guys. 
asking, seeking, knocking. These are action steps. Are, I, I go through all this just to say, are, are we actively pursuing God on a daily basis? Are we being consistent with Him? Are we intentional about going to Him daily? Do we, do we spend that time in prayer? Do we spend that time in the Word, getting to know His character more? Do we stay silent and, and, and are sensitive to the Spirit to let Him speak to us in that small, still voice that He does? Do we make Him a part of our choices, of a part of our lives every single day? Is He our priority in life? Or is our priority still ourselves? Is it still us above Him? Because that it's not the relationship that works. There shall be no other gods before me. And sometimes we can make ourselves out to be God. Sometimes we put ourselves above the Almighty. Most people do. The world definitely does. And that's what's focused on in the world. Yet we're supposed to be out of this world. We're supposed to act contrary to what the world says we live in this world but we are not of this world not of this world so I'd like to close out today again in prayer Heavenly Father thank you for another day of life thank you for your grace thank you for your love thank you for continuing to move in our hearts to remind us and convict us to keep taking action, to continue to ask, to continue to seek, and to continue to knock. Remind us and convict us in our hearts to align ourselves with your will and surrender our will to you. Remind us of your faithfulness and just how loving you are, how when we ask for a fish, we're not going to get a snake, or if we ask for an egg, we're not going to get a scorpion how awesome you are and how amazing you provide for us. When we are reminded of the blessings that you bestowed upon us already, we are just so grateful and overwhelmed and thankful for all these things. And thankful for the option and the opportunity to continue to ask, to continue to seek, and to continue to knock, knowing by faith that your word is true and that you are a faithful God and that you will follow through when we do these things that you have asked us and commanded us to do. Today, Heavenly Father, for those that are listening here and for myself as well, pour your Spirit out into us and remind us of asking. Remind us of things that we should be asking for. Put it in our hearts. Place it in our hearts. Remind us of what type of wisdom or what things we should be seeking on a daily basis and focus us on them. Remind us that we should be knocking so the doors may be opened on the doors that you want to have open and not on the doors that we seek personally. Remind us of that fact, Father God. We ask all things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys for coming out and listening to the podcast. We always appreciate you guys spending the time with us. It's always a great time of fellowship. 
If you'd like to contact us, anything about questions about the men's ministry or any questions or comments or even ideas for future podcasts, please feel free to contact us at manupuniversity.org. You can also reach us at Facebook at The Man Up University. You can also find us on Instagram at man underscore up underscore university. Or you can find us on Twitter at you man up you. So we appreciate the time that you guys spent in, in coming out and listening to us. Uh, if you can, please share, please comment, please like. We'd appreciate that. And remember to ask, seek, and knock today, for, um, people. Thank you. <laughs>